Hey everybody, welcome to the Hung Let's Run podcast. With Amber and Jake Kuiper. And all the Kuiper kids. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome back to the Hung Let's Run podcast. And uh, I want to start out by saying thank you to everyone and anyone who has reached out to us over the last week, uh, welcoming us back. Uh, it feels good to be recording these again, and the, the little comments and notes along the way uh, have certainly helped reinforce our, our decision to, to really start reigniting this podcast. So um, from us to you, thank you so much. Uh, we're excited to be back. We're, we're really uh, passionate about what we're talking about uh, in, these, in these episodes because... For the, I guess for the main reason that we have spent so much of our time over the last couple of years figuring out systems and trainings and duplications and, and really have seen our businesses grow. So for Amber and I to, to be able to find 20, 25, 30 minutes a week and just talk real with you. The, this is what we're doing. The, this is the playbook. Um, it's, it's not always glamorous. It's, it's not always social media pretty, um, but this is the true nails and hammer type stuff that you need to be doing if you want to see your business grow. So I'm, I'm really, really passionate about today's episode. I'm really excited to be back with you uh, and, and really just want to, want to bring the fire uh, to your business. Uh, we're going to be talking about commitment today um, and, and just the, the, these four areas that we feel like you, you got you to gotta be buckled in to the journey of being an entrepreneur and building a business and, and, and we're going to get uh, right to that today. Before we get started, I, as always... If you take anything away from today's podcast, do us a huge favor. Share it to your sphere. Put it in your stories. Tag us at Jake Kuiper, at Amber Marie Kuiper. We are happy to reshare and we can continue to grow together. Um, that, that's, that's always the thing with podcasts. You hear something, it clicks, put, put it to text. Put it in your stories, tag us, and let somebody else benefit from the same stuff that you're listening to. Um, like I said... This is going to be a great episode. I, I think wherever you are in your business, whether you're just starting out, whether you've been doing this for 50 years, whether you are, are starting to maybe round the bend, so to speak, in your business and you're starting to see it start growing, you know, at every season of your business, it requires you to, to step back, look at where you're at, and then start building out a new plan, a, a new set of goals and objectives, and recommitting to whatever it is that, that's gotten you to this place and then adding to it. So today, we are talking about commitment. And, you know, the, running, running multiple businesses now, we are immersed on a daily basis with people setting new goals, coming into our business, um, we're working with them, we're setting expectations, we're, we're giving them some training and giving them some resources, we're giving them a set of activities that we expect them to be doing on a semi-regular basis, and time after time after time, we're continuing to hear the same thing, where you know maybe it didn't work, I tried it for a couple of weeks and, and then I stopped doing it. Um, you know, the, I, you know, I had a goal and then I just, I didn't, I didn't feel like I could hit it. So I just decided I might, I might push it to the next month. And we're here today to tell you that if, if you're out there and you've got these big, large dreams and ambitions and you've got goals that you want to be crushing, you've got uh, income that you want to be making, you have supplemental things that you want to be providing for your family, 
If you are going to be achieving any of this, then step one for you is always going to be commitment. Committing to whatever it is that you're working on and seeing it through to the finish line. But along the way, you got to have a few little markers in place that help direct where you're spending and focusing your activity. So I'm going to kick it over to Amber here. Um, first thing that we want to talk to you about is committing to daily action. Yeah, and I think that the biggest part of this whole deal with commitment is that, you know, to be committed regardless of how you're feeling that day, because I really feel like that's what really trips people up. Like they start their business, they're super pumped about the possibilities, they're all in, they want to do it, and then they show up and it's not going as fast as they wanted to, or they didn't have as much time to work it as they wanted to, and so they get in their heads. And so the reason we're going through this, like, isn't just to say, like, be more committed. But remember, first of all, why are you committing? Like, why does this matter to you? So that on the days you don't feel like it, you do it anyway, because that's the only way you're going to grow your business is to just do it. So number one is commit to daily action in your business. What we mean by that is hopefully... If you are building a business, um, you know what you need to be doing every single day in order to move the needle forward. I know when we have people that join our team, they have no question of what they should be focused on. They have their to-do list. They have their business activity tracker. We go through with them and we give them lots of opportunities to walk alongside us even where we say, this is what I do. This is how you do it. So at the end of the day, no matter what business you're in, you should always know, okay, and I think we all know this, but sometimes we procrastinate these things, right? The things that we know, okay, I gotta do that every day, and if I do that, yep, over time my business will grow. Well, what happens a lot of times is if you're gonna, if you do those things for a few days in a row, and you don't get a quick win or a quick result, mm -hmm. it's really tempting to go, gosh, I must not be doing this right, or maybe I can't do this after all, and get in your head even more. Um, so on those days, I want you to just remember to trust the process. So number one, if you don't know what you should do, figure that out first. But I would, I would argue that most people are actually overtrained. Mm. Um, I think most of us have no problem listening to podcasts, do reading books, listening to all these great ideas of things that we should do. It's another thing to actually do them, mm -hmm. right? It's one thing to know what you're supposed to do, and then it's another thing to actually do them. And we all have seasons where we struggle more with this than others, but I think that it's just so important to know that you have what you need today to move your business forward. We you don't, all, and we all, have, we all have the employees or we all have the people in our downlines that will report back everything that they listen to. Or yeah. they were in this training, or they joined this community, or they joined this page, they joined this support group. And, and it's all well and good as long as you're also taking action. You're still doing those necessary vital behaviors to move your business forward. I'm, I'm A-OK -okay if people are spending their time uh, listening to stuff and reading stuff as long as before that or after that or while they're doing it, uh, they're also taking that action. To your point about how you, know, you, you start doing something for a little bit and it doesn't go as fast as you'd like. I mean, gosh, is that a problem right now? For for whatever reason, we have pivoted as a, as a culture and a society that if I don't get immediate results, it's not working. Mm -hmm. um, that, that's in fitness, that's in business, that's in your marriage. If, if it's just not perfect right away, it's not working. You got to keep that perspective that you are another no closer to a yes. 
You mm-hmm. have to keep that perspective in any form of of uh, you know n- I don't want it's not network marketing, but um, you know business to business networking in your your marketing your business. Any time that you are creating those conversations, you are you are planting a seed. It's mm-hmm. planting a seed. It's not necessarily they're going to say yes or no today. More than likely, they're going to say no. You create a conversation and they are not ready to have it, they're going to tell you no. That doesn't mean be discouraged, but you got to take a little bit of confidence from that no and, and, and just trust that at least they engaged you in conversation. Again, that goes, that goes back to that uncomfortable action stuff that people just aren't willing to do. They don't want to be told no. But if you have these big goals and ambitions, you got to be hearing no on a regular basis. That's the real good stuff, the real daily action. We, we think that if, if we post something to social media, it shows that I took action today and people will just organically find me. Is that true? No, and I was just going to say that is... We run online businesses, so some of what we do is visible to the people that follow us. But I would argue that probably 80 to 90% of the work that we do is not visible. It's all behind the scenes, stuff that we are doing um, when no one's looking. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just the, like the Instagram stories, the posts, they're just like a snippet of our day. The real work happens when no one is there with us. And I think that's kind of maybe where the, the, I don't know, people get hung up because you only get to see a snippet of someone's life on social media. So if you go to Jake's, if you go to your page right now, for example, people would think he is crushing it and he is like, he's selling a crap ton of homes. He's bringing on a lot of people, but they don't see the hours the phone conversations, the Zoom calls, the U-Haul trucks, like all of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes, mm-hmm. they just think, oh, well, he's having a lot of success and they see what you post online, but they have no idea, really. No. So I think that also, no. though, like feeds into it when we are comparing ourselves all the time to people because it's like, you don't know, though, what they're doing behind the scenes. And so this whole idea that you said, too, I loved that where you were like, it's about the getting a no and then that will turn into your next yes it's really at the end of the day the reason why that consistent daily action is so important is because that's how you are creating momentum for yourself Mm -hmm. so that on the days when things might not be going exactly the way that you want them you're gonna all of a sudden get a little surprise over here because oh you had that conversation the other day and then that turned into something Mm -hmm. if you have enough going then some of the stuff is gonna hit when it needs to and on the bad days, you're not putting all of your eggs in one basket of the one action that you took. Yeah. Uh, on, the, on the note of hearing a no, uh, a little uh, asterisk to that. If you get a no, ask if it's okay for you to follow back, follow up with them again in, in four to six weeks or whatever. Um, if, you know, if the timing's not really good right now, would it be appropriate if I followed up with you next month or the month after? And then, then it becomes a system issue where then you take that person's information and you put it into a spreadsheet or, um, you know, some sort of a CRM, a, a re- 
what does that CRM, what does CRM stand for? Uh, gosh, I'm so far, so far removed from it. I just, I, I'll admittedly say that I, I use Excel spreadsheets for all my stuff, but CRM is a thing, uh, a customer database of some sort um, where you are able just to, to track the progression. I had a conversation with this person. They told me, no, I'm going to follow up with them in X amount of timeline. And that's how you build your business. For sure. That no is another step closer to a yes. So embrace it. But that daily action from a commitment standpoint is such a major deal. Number two, commit to non-negotiable goals. Another way we are going to say this is commit to goals and make them non-negotiable. There like, you go. Because <laughs> if you have something that you want to accomplish in your business, if you want to earn you know, six, six figures, if you want to become full-time in your side hobby, whatever you're going to have to level up. Like you can't just keep putting these goals on the back burner because life is too busy. So we were talking about how, so you spent over a decade in uh, corporate America mm -hmm. and we were talking about how when he was in med device sales and really anyone that's in corporate America, you have this structure of accountability in place and that's why you do your freaking work, mm -hmm. right? Because if you want your paycheck, you, you better show up and do your work. Well, yep. The same can be true to a whole, what we have found to be exponentially more income on your own. However, you have to realize that you still need accountability to do your goals. You have to create them and you have to commit to them, not only when it's convenient. So if you could just share, Jake, like, I mean, I think you've always said, you know, your, your career in corporate America set you up really well because you learned so many of those foundational things as far as accountability, committing to goals. But how how did you kind of transfer that into an entrepreneurial mindset? Well, I think a couple a couple of things when I when I think back to the the process of what, whether it was end of month or end of quarter, or end of year, the expectation was that you would hit your goal. Yeah. And if you didn't hit your goal, you lost your job. <laughs> so yeah. I, 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 I guess I had the, the fear of, of not performing that drove me to succeeding each and every quarter. I mean, I, I think in my 10 years, I might have had three or four months that I didn't perform according to my plan. And it drove me nuts. I mean, I, I lost sleep over it. I was so hungry to, to prove the people that had hired me right that I, you know, I, I would try and reorchestrate what am I going to do to actually hit this goal. And now, now coming over and doing it on my own, the one thing that I think is, is, is very powerful is finding somebody doesn't necessarily even need to be in the organization. I think it's helpful if it is um, because they can help you also work towards this. But verbalizing your mm -hmm. goals mm -hmm. is so powerful. Someone needs to know outside of your head, outside of your spouse, who's going to tell you how great you are. And, you know, even if you don't hit it this month, sweetie, it's okay. You need to find somebody who knows what you are after and trying to achieve and can, and can help propel you towards that goal. That, that's a huge deal for me. Like I, I'm very clear at the beginning of each and every year what I'm hoping to accomplish. And I'm very quick to update the goal. I, my, my goals are non-negotiable. If, if I say I'm going to do it, I am going to work my ass off until I achieve it. And I think that if more people approach their business with that same intensity and mentality, then we would have a, f a much less uh, uh, rate of people who, who aren't succeeding or are quitting an industry. I mean, the turnover in network marketing, real estate, anything that's self-propelled um, is is 
insane. And it's not because it doesn't work. It's because you don't work. You're yeah. not, you're not holding yourself to the same standard. You get to a, you get to a Friday and all of your friends are going out and having a good time, but you haven't hit your goal. You have to get uncomfortable. And at least maybe it's getting up earlier that morning. Maybe it's working through your lunch break. Maybe it's staying an extra hour at home before heading out with your friends, but you said you were going to hit a goal. And if you're truly going to make this business something that, that you're proud of and it ends up being what you want it to be, then you're going to have to get uncomfortable with those and you're going to have to find these non-negotiables and, and not let it slip into next month, not let it slip into next week, but, but accomplish what you set out to accomplish and then... And then take that Saturday, Sunday off, rest, recover. I was always okay with that. I was always okay with racing through the finish line. And then the start of the month, maybe I would, I would take a day off or I'd, I'd do a spa day. I'd go get my hair cut, whatever it was to prepare for the next month, reset my brain. But I never was going to leave something on the table. And I think being an entrepreneur in today's society allows people to feel like, well, I didn't do it. I'll just do it next month or my team didn't help me, blah, blah, blah. I'll just go find a different team. When in, in reality, you need to look at yourself and hold yourself accountable to the goals that you want to see. Yeah. And I think the reason that we're so passionate about that point is because ultimately at the end of the day, the people who do not prioritize their business are only hurting themselves. Mm -hmm. And we know what's possible when you do commit and when you do set goals and when you do go after them. And so for me, I'm just like, I just want people to see like they can do it, you know, and they can stick with it and they can really build this thing out. And I think what you said though is so good as far as um, saying your goals out loud. And then also I would say along those same lines, is say your goals out loud, but then also say what you're going to do out loud. So one mm. thing that we do on, on our team with me and my leaders is we'll just, we'll say, Hey, I'm going to do this this week. And I will tell you that the, the girls on my team who'd come to me and they're like, okay, I'm going to do this this week. I know I need to focus on this. Um, I'll check in back. I'll check back in with you on Friday and tell you what I've done. Like those girls are not waiting around for me to hold them accountable but they are using me as an accountability tool, mm. which I think is so huge. And so figure that out. Um, what do you need to hold yourself accountable? Because you're going to have to, it's not going to come when you're in business for yourself. It's not going to come from above. You're going to have to create it for yourself. Um, and so, can but, I also can I also add one thing? Accountability, asking for accountability, isn't a sign of weakness. Right? Oh, it's, it's the not. It's, it's not a, a sign opposite. of weakness. The minute that somebody tells me their goals and asks for me to help get them there, they are on my radar. For sure. For sure. They're hungry. They want to work. And I'll work with them. Those are the people that I'll run through walls for. So, yep. you know, wherever you are, whatever industry you work in, if, if you're feeling like maybe a little additional accountability would be helpful, ask for it. And then the, the second component of that is back it up. Yeah. You know, yeah. If, if, you know, what, what did I say that the quote was, uh, you know, be what you said you'd be, do what you said you'd do. Um, mm -hmm. if, you, if you want that accountability, if you want that structure, then you show up. And you prove whoever you're, you're asking for that accountability, you prove them that whatever time they're investing into you is worth every second that they are. Yeah, absolutely. And just being willing to be really honest about that, I think is, is so 
powerful. It will change your business if you actually do what you say you're doing. Not that it has to be perfect. I think we're not we're not saying be perfect. We're saying show up, mm. keep showing up, do not quit. We kind of cut touched on this uh, a, a second ago, but I, I do want to elaborate on it a little bit further. Is uh, the th- the third commitment? Uh, commit to working overtime, and part of overtime is is when it's not convenient, and that that is an issue right now. You know, we're we're back. It's back to school time. So because it's back to school and the kids have to get ready in the morning, it throws off my whole system and I'm just unable to do my daily activities. The things that are going to move my business. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get back to it next month. I don't know how, you know, and maybe this is insensitive, but if you've got goals and you're running a business, I can understand how the first few days are requiring a little bit of a transition and, and getting back into a groove. But for that to slip for months is inexcusable. So yeah. you are going to have to work overtime. If, you've, if you're going through a, a period, a change, you're going through a holiday break, um, it's heading into the weekend, it's heading into a long weekend. Oftentimes, those are the areas where your customers are even looking for somebody to just, just to be that rock for them. You know, you're the one who's there when nobody else is there because you're finding that overtime. You're waking up a little bit earlier. Like I said before, you're working over your lunch break. You're working when you get home real quick before the kids get home from school. After the kids go to bed, you stay up a little bit. Mm-hmm. In, in, in so many seasons of our business, we have been in spots where you and I look at each other and go, I just need more time right now. Yep. I want to be present, I want to be with my kids, but I have goals. And if I'm going to hit those goals, then I'm going to need to find some uncomfortable time for us and for our family, and I need you to understand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, for even in our marriage, that's something that's been a very big deal for us to process and work out. And you guys can apply that to your relationships or your marriage or your business partners or whomever it is, but like, you're going to need to find some additional time at different points in your business. Having that communication and communicating that with people and setting the expectation that that's going to be a requirement of growth is so healthy to your business. Yeah, well, another part of of that too is, okay, so working overtime, I would say that what we learned is that early on in the business especially, it is such a grind to get your momentum going. You are like every spare minute... You're trying to do something because you also, you know, you were working full-time when you started real mm-hmm. estate. You were working full-time, um, I don't know, 60 hours a week in med device sales. I was, we, we had all four of our kids at home still, so I was in the craziness of that all the time um, building my business. And so it wasn't like we had a lot of time. So anytime we did have to work on it, we were working on it. And did it feel like sacrifice? Yes, no. it did. And it's still, still, it's, still yeah, it still does sometimes. <laughs> However, we also now have these moments a few years in where we have, we have worked so hard that we have this life that has given us the ultimate freedom to really live according to our schedule. Like even this summer, you know, when our kids were off of school, we could go on trips and we didn't have to ask our bosses for time off. And, um, just last weekend we were able to go on a whim to, Universal Studios for Case's birthday because we didn't have to ask for time off and we could pull the kids from school a little bit early and all of these things. So the grind in the beginning, the overtime in the beginning, it does feel like a lot. And I think that's where the part where a lot of people quit, honestly, because they, they feel that tension of I'm putting so much time into this. I'm not making a lot of money yet. Is this really worth it? Should I be doing this? And all I want is like scream from the rooftops is yes, you should. 
Trust the process. Do not quit. Because usually when you're in that tension of, I just don't know if I should do this anymore, you are so close to a breakthrough, you have no idea. Yeah. Like, you are right there. If it, if, it, if it feels like a struggle, if it feels like, I don't know what to do next, or I don't know how much longer I can keep up this pace or whatever, that's where you got to lean in and yeah. just fight through that. And I'll be honest, we had, we've had a lot of conversations over the years. You, you mentioned it a little bit, but we have had some of those, those arguments, some of those, you know, times where we've had to communicate and we've been kind of pissed off at each other where, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll be like, Jake, I need time to do this. And you'll be like, what is so important that you need to give up time tonight? Or then he'll be like, Hey, I have to be out of town for this. And I'm like, seriously, in the beginning, I feel like we were kind of hostile towards each other when that would happen because we, because it's new when we were like, what is going on? But now I have seen how much my willingness to sacrifice and his willingness to sacrifice for me, how much that has helped us in the long term that now when he's like, if I got to travel, I'm like, oh, 100% worth it. Do what you need to do. I trust you that that's what you have to do right now. And when I, like last night I had a, I had a call I had to hop on, this morning I had a call I had to hop on, and Jake's like, okay, yep, I got it. I got the kids. I'll, I'll take them over here. Or I'll take them you know, out of the house so that you have, can have some time because he knows that I'm not kidding. He knows mm-hmm. that I am doing the stuff that I said I want to do and that it's going to pay off in the end. Yeah, those, uh, I was going to say, those, uh, the goals and the vision that you have for your life is what needs to drive you to get you there. But once you're there, those same goals and vision is what needs to drive you to keep you there. Yeah. Um, because there's, uh, I mean, that's is a podcast for another day, but, you know, you... The, the old analogy of, you know, putting the gas in the airplane to eventually get it off, that's, the, the, that's where the engine's working harder than it does the whole time that you're flying is, is in that 15 seconds be, uh, before takeoff. It's the same thing in your business. You, you, you're going to invest so much time and energy and you're going to have all these thoughts on if it's worth it or not. And, you know, will this all eventually pay off? Th- those are good. Those are good things to be questioning. But you need to lean into them and allow that to be that fuel that gets you there. And then once you're enjoying this, you know, you're talking about the freedom that we feel. I'm, I'm not kidding you. It motivates the heck out of me to wake up and keep it mm-hmm. because I don't mm-hmm. want to have to go back. I don't want to have to be a W-2 employee again. I want to could create my own life. So, and, and, and all of that has, has never been convenient. It's just not convenient. So you have to commit to working overtime. And then the last thing is you have to commit to longevity. I don't know where this shifted, but it is so easy these days to go on social media and see people applauding others quitting. Yeah. I quit. I left. I switched to a new company. I decided to sell a new product. This isn't for me. And we're, we're, we are way more likely to applaud that and heart it and like it than we are cheering for somebody who's just having success because they didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You, had a, I mean, you had a great story. Yeah. So there's a story that I heard and this just like says it all in a few sentences. But okay. So there was this guy who was talking to his friend and his friend said, oh, yep, I'm a real estate agent. And the friend goes, oh, that's great. My brother, my brother did that for a while. My brother was a real estate agent. And then the guy, the friend goes, okay, so what happened to your brother? And the guy goes, oh, he quit. The real estate agent goes, oh, I didn't. Hmm. I am telling you, that is the difference for a lot of stuff going on right now. When you see people building their own businesses or quitting, they're just quitting. Another analogy that I've heard 
to describe it like this is that we are all trying, all entrepreneurs are trying to get from point A to successful, right? Like we're starting in the beginning and we're trying to have success. You can go a little slower than other people. Your business may not grow as fast as the next guy's, but the only way it's going to stop growing at all is if you take that exit sign like, and you just follow it off the road. So if you can stay on the road and stay taking action, you're going to be okay, even through the hiccups, even through like life happening. I mean, I, I work with busy, busy women, moms all the time. Our lives are always changing because of kids. We have seasons where we're like, oh, I didn't give as much as I wanted to give because of, because of my family. And I think that's totally fine as long as you do not quit. As long as you don't say, yep, throw in the towel because obviously like that didn't work. No, again, you didn't work. Mm -hmm. Like that's what 100%. we keep going back. But, but to your point, okay, I was, this is, I didn't even, we, were, we didn't talk about this, but had a conversation with, some, with another business owner the other day and she was just sharing how one of her teammates um, was going to go to a different company, kind of along these same lines of, of quitting. And I told her, I said, you know, I've been in this business long enough now to know that it doesn't really bother me if someone wants to go somewhere else. It's like, I'm not insecure about that. What makes me sad is that most of the time when someone jumps to another company, I've, I, I, can, I, I really don't even know if I can count on one hand the number of people that have actually had success jumping to another company mm -hmm. because it's not about that really. Um, so I think that's like where, you know, you just have to trust the process and commit to longevity. So if anything tells you to get rich quick, it's probably not mm. the real deal. Like you have to put the work in and you have to just commit to being there even when others quit around you. Oh, and I was even going to say in, in your business, you've been, you've been working in online fitness now for six, seven years. It seems like on a regular basis now, you're you're getting messages from people that said, "Oh, I've been following you for years." Right. right. It's not you. You don't get people often. I was going to say rarely, but often you don't get people often that go, "Oh, I've been following you for the last week, and I want to be like you." No, no, no. You know, I don't. I don't. I never get people that go, "Oh, I just found your real estate page, and I want you to sell my home." Very, very rarely does yeah. that happen. It is, a, it is a matter of, of compounding those years of daily activities, having non-negotiable goals, working overtime, and just being present that causes people to want to trust you and know that you're not going anywhere. I, th I just think that's so important. Like People need to know you're not going anywhere. And that does go back to everything else that we were talking about before. One of your non-negotiable goals needs to be that I'm not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. need to give the business or the team that you're a part of a year. You, you have so much to learn early on. If you're brand new coming into something, like it's not going to suddenly be roses. Mm -hmm. You've got a lot you need to learn. You've got a lot of no's that you've got to hear. But if you can weather it, you can lean in, you can get some accountability, you can set some goals, and you can just start hitting those. Make your goals obtainable, but start hitting them on a regular basis. And then once you feel comfortable with them, you advance to more aggressive goals and more aggressive goals and bigger numbers and bigger quotas. And that's how you build a business. Mm -hmm. But none of that happens if you're not willing to commit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and at the end of the day, I think that's really why we're so passionate about this. We are simply too... Midwest kids who were, we were okay at school, we were okay at, you know, testing and whatever, but really what our parents taught us that is the most valuable of all is that 
we know how to work really hard. And if we can work hard, you can do it too. But I think it's just a matter of really this commitment piece that our culture seems to struggle with so much. Thanks again for joining us today on Hun Let's Run. For more inspiration, you can find us on Facebook and on Instagram at Jake Kuiper and at Amber Marie Kuiper. Let us know you're listening. Share today's episode, tag us, and let's continue to grow together. See you next time.